Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode, oh fuck, this is what, episode 14? 14? I don't remember. A certain numbered episode of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm the titular Zack. I'm the, I'm the titular Zack. Gri- okay, Griffin, what's, what, what you doing? Man? Okay. Zack? What? We're talking about Griffins. Oh, it's the Griffin episode. <laughs> it's the Griffins episode. It's the long requested, requested, long awaited Griffins episode. That's fair. You see, the the month of May is a big month because not only was my birthday Monday of the of this week uh, being the week that we recorded this episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in what two weeks is your uh, birthday, Griffin? In, yeah, the week after this episode goes up is my birthday. The May birthday. We're, we're May of, babies. A couple of Taurus bros. Yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm a Gemini. I'm late enough in May that I'm a Gemini. Get the, get the fuck out of here. We are both roosters, however. Uh, you're, you're the cock? Yes. Yeah. As, as I once read in a, in a <laughs> Japanese restaurant, or a Hell Chinese yeah. restaurant, and was very much laughed at for being like, Mom, I'm a cock. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know, son, but eat your food. Eat your food. <laughs> Yes, eat your crab legs, son. Just eat them. Uh, but yeah, we are. We've had this episode idea for a while, and in honor of being close to my birthday, we're going to do an episode all about my personal favorites, uh, fictitious creature. Well, not fictitious. I am one. Uh, griffins, otherwise known as, as lion birds uh, or bird lions, depending on who you ask. Yes, um, with like f- eight different ways of spelling it. Yes. My personal favorite was always, like, the really esoteric one of G-R-Y-P-H-O-N. Yes, there we go. Gryphons. See, nothing's better than that. G-R-I-F-F-I-N. That's me, baby. My my baby boy, Griffin. Yeah. Wait, I'm... Old, no, never mind. No, you are not me. older than me. My birthday I don't just know. happened. <laughs> I don't know how time works. Leave I beat alone. you by like 19 days or something. <laughs> less, wait, less than that? Less than that. No, 19 days. 19, 19 days. 19 days. Because mm-hmm. you're the 25th. 25th? 25th. 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 Yeah. 25. Well, anyway. You turn 20. That, well, it's on the story. Swear to God. <laughs> Zach Rob Swan to John. <laughs> Um, before we get into, before we get into the episode, however, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple pre-show things we'd like to, uh, go over. The first is the results of last week's Wacky Weekly Would You Rather. Oh, yes. To remind those, and who, who may not have seen it on our Twitter account, at Pet Shop Cast, the Would You Rather was between a dog who can talk, or a cat who can cook. And who won? By a very slim margin, the cooking cat has taken the day. The cooking cat has taken the day? Oh, over man. over 30 votes. Uh, dog who can talk received 47% of the vote, and a cat who can cook a 53% of the oh, vote. Oh, so man. a close match. Awesome. So with that, um, we do have a couple of shout-outs to make. First and foremost, it's been a while since we've made a shout-out to our fantastic Nicole Tuttle, who made yeah. the wonderful theme song for our show. Thank you. Check her out. Uh, mm-hmm. Most, uh, what was that, SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles. N-I-K-K-I. Mm-hmm. Um, or on uh, Twitter at Tuttle underscore Trouble. Tuttle and Trouble. Tuttle Trouble. <laughs> um, but... More excitingly, oh as as of, as of lately, oh my god, something guys. that we never expected to have happen, at least for this show. Nope. Another path we are, we're, we're always sort of hoping for it, but for this show, we were very surprised to have some fan art done of of, of for us. Some fan art happened. Yes, it's um, so we want to give a fantastic thank you to at Nano Cat Sammy. Yes. Um, 
because that was a wonderful surprise that I believe left at least left me giddy. I don't oh, know I was you. I was losing my mind at work when I saw it. Uh, Why were you on your phone at work, Griffin? Shut up. <laughs> Why are you going to put me on blast in the middle of this amazing moment? <laughs> Fuck you, Zach. I'm sorry, um, bud. But they did uh, They did a rendering of the shop itself floating in the cosmos. Yes. Uh, they did this awesome picture of you and I standing in front of the shop wearing these dope-ass purple polos. With the, with the with black like, the logo. And the black collars are in very yes. nice touch. Um, I just love the fact that she managed to grab our actual logo and put it on there, too. Yeah, it's awesome. And then uh, there's another little one where they drew some of the elementals that we talked about in I episode one. I haven't seen one. this one. You haven't seen this one? No! Zach, go to Twitter right now. Where, wh- Here. where, where can I find? Here, oh, I'm my gonna goodness. Hold, I'm just going to hold my phone up. and you We're can... doing this in real time, folks. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can you see them? I haven't saw... I, I can see the, the, the water or the earth one in the bottom. Yeah, Here. Oh my god. They're little they're little renderings of some elementals ah, uh, in like did, little cages I or in little see in a little like one. like aquarium tanks. Oh, this makes me so happy. Terrarium would be the word you look terrarium. for. Terrarium. Well, I guess it would be an aquarium for the water well, one. Well, the water but... one, yes. The rest would be in terrariums. Yes. But the, thank the you. Thank you so much uh, at Nanocat Sammy. Uh, I'd I'd love to see more. You're doing oh, an awesome most... job. This is so cool. Oh my god, it's so exciting. Yeah, it was definitely like a like because we, we have a friend who's done some some fan art for us over at another path of our characters, mm-hmm. um, and we've had like a couple commissions done and things like that. But like we also know the person who did most of our our like fan art. Yeah. This was like the first time we had like unsolicited from a complete stranger uh, art, and I never expected it to ever be of us. It was like... very very exciting. <laughs> so thank you very much for giving that gift. Thank to you us so much at Nana Cat Sammy. It was so surreal. I was like, uh, I, uh, uh, amazing. I, so, I, could, I could blab for another 20 minutes. Yes, most definitely. But um, to kick off this amazing uh, Griffon episode, we're going to, of course, as we usually do, start in our favorite place, the owner's manual. The owner's uh, for, manual. For a little bit of reference. Let me let me talk about myself. <laughs> God. Um, that was very Keith Habersberger from the Try Guys of you. <laughs> was it? I don't I don't Try Guys. Uh, so. I, lo- I love the Try Guys. Are there three of them? There's four of them. The try, guys. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Talk about the goddamn Griffins. Um, okay. As as I mentioned earlier in the the intro, um, there's like eight different ways of spelling Griffin. Um, mm-hmm. I myself, as you can see in our episode title, spell it with an I-N at the end of it. In the owner's manual, they are O-Ns. And then there's, you know, various... Uh, bastardizations of that, but I'm—they're all—they all reference the same creature. It's just a different type of spelling. I mean, so, you get you get you know d- uh, different regions and sure. derivative from different languages, so the spellings may change. Yes, and all griffins bear a uh, a common theme, and that is the—they are a, a uh, so. Bipedal is two-legged, so they're quadrupedal. They'd be a quadruped, yes. Yeah, they're quadrupeds with the front half of their body being with the head and wings and feathers of an eagle. And the back half of the body is the the fur and the hind legs and the tail of a lion. Ooh. That is is the most common depiction of a griffin. They they fly around and make uh, homes on clifftops and... Building nests like birds do, they establish their territory and hunt and do just you know whatever kind of, whatever they feel like really, um, <laughs> just whatever, whatever they just kind of doing their thing. In the owner's manual, uh, this iteration of them, they are it specifically calls them out as being horse eaters. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> it says griffins hunt in small prides, flying over plains and forests near their near their rocky cliffside areas. Herd animals and horses are the prey they crave above all others, though they also hunt and kill uh, hippogriffs, which, which is we'll interesting. Talk, which we'll talk about later. Which we'll talk about the, in my mind, close cousin and best friend, but not in this case. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> when it's when griffins spot horses, they screech to alert its pride mates, uh, their pride mates, and then, then descend quickly toward the prey. So not um, only do they take the hindquarters of a lion, but also sort of the the uh, group uh, yeah, pronoun of it of a pride of a pride, which is dope. Interesting. They're now, very uh, regal creatures. Now, something I find really funny about griffins mm-hmm. is because yeah. you know they're always said they're like half eagle and half lion. Sure. But, like, if you look at a griffin, like, the front of it, like, is just an eagle. Like, it's got all the components <laughs> of an eagle there. Yeah, I guess, I guess eagles head, don't have... The, the, the big tail on its legs, like... Eagles don't really have a back half to it, them. It's like they, they just cut off the tail feathers and just sort of, like, <laughs> schlepped the back... Like, someone <laughs> managed to, like accidentally uh, sever uh, the back half of a line or just like, yeah, I guess these go together. It's like a Photoshop layer got spliced over it. Uh, yeah. A lion. <laughs> but just, yeah, they just cut out the butt of the eagle. And you just have the butt of a lion, really. I yeah, mean, what, good are, what good are the back legs of a lion? I mean, they're they're powerful. They're strong. They're, they're fuzzy. They're fuzzy, but I mean, they're the king of... The, why are lions the king of the jungle? They live in the savanna. That's a... I mean... I think I actually read about this somewhere where, like, lions do, can, like, navigate into, like, jungle territories. Well, I don't know. It happened in Lion I, King, I guess. Yeah, the, the, the common, the favored depiction is, like, the wit, the I mean, there's jungles in Africa and all that shit. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, griffins. Um, like I said, they are sky dwellers, they're aggressive, they're territorial, they engage in brutal aerial combat uh, to defend their Ares, tearing and shredding the wings of flying intruders to send them spiraling to the ground. Creatures that climb into a griffin's lair are plucked from the cliffs and eaten, or are knocked from the heights to go tumbling to their deaths. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, this reminds me, I'm ju- I, I'm doubt- I would doubt, because it was like a PlayStation exclusive, if you ever played the game Lair. No. It's, it was just like, right when PlayStation 3 came out, mm-hmm. it was a big game, because it was like the first one to utilize the, um, the, the controllers had this thing called Six Axis. It was, you know, like a motion control thing. Yeah. And so you were like a dragon rider. And uh, so you would control sort of the pitch and, like... The yaw. Yeah, the the pitch and yaw of your dragon <laughs> with your, like, by moving your controller. And you could, like, dive towards other dragons and get into these, nice. like, sky-falling, like, dogfight things. Super dope. Yes, that I'm imagining in my brain just with griffins, which makes which, it actually, like, a little bit cooler. Yeah, and it does say in the owner's manual that they are, uh, they can be trained as mounts. And, Ooh, I want to ride uh, a griffin all the time. Hey. Okay, we made it dirty. <laughs> I had to. There's so many opportunities for me this episode, I have to jump on, like, 80 yeah. to 90% on of them. every unwanted innuendo that I accidentally make today. You got it, baby. Oh, boy. Uh, griffins raised from eggs can be trained to serve as mounts. Uh, the training is, however, time-consuming, expensive, mostly for the ample food required, and dangerous. Yeah, Expert trainers are versed in the griffin's legendary ferocity and are typically the only ones able to raise these creatures safely. However, once trained, griffins are fierce and loyal steeds. They bond with one master for life, fighting to the death to protect that rider. So kind of like a Pegasus. We talked about those. Was that, yeah. that was last? That was last episode. We talked about uh, that yeah. Pegasus that they you you bond with your rider for life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, griffins are super dope. They're big bird cats, and they're gonna be your best friends, just like me to you, and love you forever, and kill anyone who gets in the way of my Zekra. Okay. Um. I love you, buddy. Um. <laughs> so what I, what I'm hearing is that um we as the provider of said griffins, we should probably find us, like, what's the equivalent of, like, the dog whisperer, but, like, with griffins? Uh, the, hmm, the hybrid sniffer. Nope. Uh, the monster petter of, nope, God. Uh. Hey, hey. This episode's all about you. I'm sure it's very overwhelming. It's there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of just a lot attention. of feelings happening. Yeah, no. Why we, can't we, it? Why can't it just be a Griffin Whisperer? Was this that was complicated? No, I'm. I was more meaning like 
who like I don't remember what the the dog whisperer's name is. Caesar Milan, you that mean? guy. But like, who would be our Griffin Whisperer? Oh, that 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 was what my original question was about. I guess I could have phrased it a little better. You made me look like a fool for nothing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of a Griffin Whisperer. I mean, I, I whispered to you sweet nothings. But that's a different thing. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that won't get random folks killed. Yeah, it's fair. I don't know. I mean, you're you with with me at least. You're you're very you're very good at calming me down and getting me to get along with other people. Uh, but I'll go read some tutorials. All right, I'm sure there's some YouTube videos that you can watch. Okay, some YouTube toots about how to how to train your Griffin. I'm sure Dude Perfect did something like that at some point. <laughs> I want to see the how to basic of. Griffin training. All right, so yes, Griffins, Griffins, check, badass, super cool. I am one of them. Yes, trapped in the trapped in within man flesh. Yes, yes, with within man flesh, inside of this this mortal vessel that has these dumb arms and these stupid feet. Inside, there is a majestic beast with two big, beautiful wings and a long, swishy tail. That wants to be free and own the skies once again. But I've been cursed by a wizard to be stuck in this, albeit with really great hair, man form. And only until I collect the five fragments of the cup of Azrael will I ever be able to be free from this uh, this prison of mine. What a douche. What a douche. Oh, boy. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> If I were a, a mythical creature trapped in a, a, a spongy man f- form, mm-hmm. what would I be? Hmm. Hmm. We could spend an entire episode talking about I think this. we could. We'll, we'll, I guess we could save that for no, another No, 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 day. no, no. I want to, I wanna, hmm. I need to, like, thumb through this book and be like, oh, it's totally Zach. Unicorn? Nah. Tree ant? No. That was, that was what I was thinking. A tree ant? A tree ant. I am ta- a tall boy. You are tall and made of wood. It's true. I don't know. You're like a. You're just okay. So what is what is Zacharab? I'm, I'm, I'm a tall guy. He's, you're a tall guy. You're you're friendly. Oh, you like to sing. Oh, stop it. Were you a satyr? Are you a satyr? If you're a satyr, you have to tell me. Otherwise, it's entrapment. <laughs> as far <laughs> as I know, hanging out with Dallas, I I have not sprouted Dallas. Dallas, what a guy! Yeah, I don't know. Uh, f- friends at home, if you, you think you know what Zachrob is <laughs> hidden inside this mortal form, let us know on Twitter at PatShopCast. So, Forgotten Realms, a world aside, and how cool those Griffins are. Yeah, most um, Griffins are are something pretty prominent across other forms of of fantasy and other other mythos and things like that. Um, and we're gonna. We wanted to go over a couple of those to see how they differ, how they're similar, kind of a compare and contrast, um, a Griffin book report, if you will, mm-hmm. a big bad beautiful beastie book report, yeah, bibliography. So uh, if we um, scoot on over to, I guess, another instance where we find Griffins in the wild. Yeah. If we look at the continent, the mm-hmm. realm in which. Uh, the game The Witcher is set. Well, the book mm-hmm. series first and foremost, and then yes. the game series. That's uh, that's realm of of uh, world and people. Exactly, good old Novigrad, and yeah, Skellige, yeah. and whatever the one between the t- those are is called. Uh, Ferelden. Nope. nope, that's Dragon Age. Um, why, well, White Orchard's in there at some point. Nilfgaard. That's one of them. Nilfgaard's in there. Uh, uh, um, Tamaria. There it is. Tam- Tamaria's there as well, but there's the one I can't remember. It's just south of Novigrad. Whatever. Velen. Velen is the Velen. one I was thinking of. Thank you, my we friend. There we it. go. Now, the Griffins. Um, mm-hmm. here are like the bigger, brawnier, like linebacker cousin <laughs> of the Forgotten Realms Griffin. That's a really good description for this. Yes. Um, so Ooh. I would say the, the the lion side is, up, I would say, about equal 
Um, yeah. However, it's like if you took like if a big ass eagle was um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> um, and you just yeah. yeah took that top half and slapped it onto that lion backside. <laughs> So you just have this big, beefy body. Yeah. The mane is a lot more prominent. Yes. And it's a little, like, I feel like it's a little lower down. It seems to me uh, almost like a collar. Like it's around its shoulders almost. Yeah. It's it's real long. Yeah. like, just it's, like worth, it's worth mentioning that everything in The Witcher is, like, a bit darker fantasy. Yeah. So everything's a bit grittier and a bit more linebackery. Yeah. But man, yeah, no. Uh, the, this looks like so. The Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the mm-hmm. build I want you to imagine for the the eagle up upper body. I'm there. The mane is just Scar from the Lion King, rad. And then just that you know a generic lion backside would be fine. <laughs> but <laughs> it, but the, the 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 lion backside does have big talons on the instead of just like regular cat claws. Yeah, and it's like this is the case where the wings. It looks like the wings aren't necessarily like their own thing coming off the back, but are kind of like a bat, how it's on the like arms. If it, yeah, it's on the arms. Like, like a wyvern yes. or, um, you know, yes, like a bat. Your The arms are where the wings are attached, but they're also big and muscular. There's still well, a couple talons there, I think. There are. There are some talons on the top there. It looks like two big ones. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're big and they're beefy. Um, now, they have sort of in their uh, griffin hierarchy. I believe there's like the royal griffins yes. or the sort of bigger, more aggressive of the species. I believe you are correct. Yes, royal griffins and arch griffins. Mm-hmm. And man, they are even bigger and badder, very territorial, and can wreck large expanses of farmland and mm-hmm. and villages because they just can cover so much ground yeah in the bestiary that i'm reading here there there's a lot of similarities it seems like to our Mm -hmm. uh, at least in terms of like temperament and kind of their reputation um well they're not like i don't think they really are like mounts in this in this reality they're a lot more monstrous yes but it seems like they go after livestock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it says they mate for life, which kind of reads to me similar to how like griffins in the Forgotten Realms will like bond to a master for life. Yeah, they're often considered the embodiment of courage, loyalty, and the fighting spirit. Hell which yeah, would guys. remind me of a griffin as well. So there's yeah. some some things that oh. sort of transfer through realms and through planes and verses, but um. Ooh, Just, it says uh, they have uh, an extraordinary, perce- extraordinarily perceptive sense of smell, mm, well, there which we is go. interesting. In Forgotten Realms, they have good sight, mm-hmm. but here it's smell. Yes, uh, I believe um, to to get around that, people tend to cover themselves in what is it? Buckthorn is the the plant. Yeah, I think I think in that mission, and there's a quest in the Witcher games where I think let's use that as like the lure. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. You use an herb called buckthorn. To like lure them out. Yes. So, um, for you know the the prospect of owning a a a, a uh, continental uh, uh, griffin, nice. we should I guess we could call them, um, yeah. is you know a much larger physiological sort of stature, yeah. as well as probably that just because they are more aggressive and aren't very often tamed in that verse. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more added danger to it. Um, they scurry. They they they're they're very big and very very scary. I will say, but if you can manage to train one again, I've just like with Forgotten Realms, if you you can get one from from you know an egg and and raise it up, which yeah. is in the Forgotten Realms, the only way to train a Griffin seems that way is yeah, get that thing before it's hatched and start real quick. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. I fi- I always find griffins in in, in the in the continent very very intimidating. You, so you gotta get right on it. Just do it, guys. Yeah, no, they're they're big and they're scurry. Man. Arch griffins are like, uh, they've got like this red coloration to them. Mm-hmm. And now the royals, I don't know. How, the royals I, are like 
Yeah. I think even bigger. Now, I don't know in the Forgotten Realms if this is the case, but I know that in the continent they are sort of vulnerable to, like, silver. Yeah. And can be... That is that seems to be a, a through line for monsters and creatures um, of sort the, of a magical origin in the in the continent. Yeah, like silver is kind of the your go to to fight. fend those things off. Yeah, but they are they are do seem to be more particularly vulnerable to like um, like their their flight being disrupted. Yes, it's they're easy to they're Bring easy down. to like yeah fell them to, to ground. Mm-hmm. So, but all altogether, a pretty a pretty good uh, comparison. Yeah. Aside from the the big physiological differences there, mm-hmm. just in, in their sort of aesthetic and the way they look. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very very similar. Now, um, with with the continent wrapped up, do you want to go to? Do you want to go to the the other book? Yes, of course I do. Now, see, my my my, my good buddy Griffin and I. Um, yes. Have for a long time. Um, well, Griff, Griffin had it first, and then uh, my my fantastic fiance Nicole Tuttle, who also made our, our theme song, got me a copy just to remind me of, of the love that Griffin and I share. Yes, and that is of course the children's book, A Griffin in the Garden. A Griffin in the Garden by Elsa Marston. Um, Pictures our... by Larry Doste. Thanks, Daste. Larry. Uh, my my good friend Abby Daste. got me this children's book for my birthday once. And it was it's it's awesome because I didn't know there was a children's book about me, and uh, for a, the longest time I have to tell this little anecdote. Yes. Uh, for the longest time, when I was uh, GMing a uh, homebrew tabletop game for Zach and Company, uh, we we didn't have a table really. We sat around. We used like clipboards and stuff to put our, our sheets on, and Zach always used my copy of A Griffin in the Garden for his character sheet. And it became a running gag of every time we would have game, he would take the book and say, can't play a game without Griffin in the Garden. And so now Zach has his own copy. And it is still a thing that is said before every game. Um, a quick synopsis of the book, I guess. Um, yes, you see, the, um, the, the, the story is about a boy named Gregory. What's up, Greg? Who, yes, whose mother is um, gone for a trip and see wants you. to surprise her. When she comes back, so Check this he, digs, out. he digs a big hole in um, the backyard that he wants to um, make sort of a, a garden and like hmm. a, like a pond around. Um, now, uh, as this happens, um, he wants to like make you know do like rocks and stuff and kind of make a rock garden, but all he can find is like cinder blocks and old mm. tiles and you know, like floor tiles and stuff. Basically um, the same. Yeah, and so. Uh, Uses all that stuff, but then sadly, a big storm blows in. Crack a lack, and with that, <laughs> crack a lack, and with that, um, uh, comes this Griffin who uh, is flopped on his pile of dirt and tiles and cinder blocks, um, <laughs> claiming that he's you know worn out and uh, tired and, and and isn't going to be able to leave because of you know this storm and stuff. Hey, so, yo, let me chill. Um, in the attempt to try to get the griffin to leave, this uh, Gregory does all sorts of things for him. Brings him food and mm. tries to make him more comfortable. Munch and, and, and just kind of do everything he asks in hopes that this uh, griffin will leave before his mother gets home. You got any pizza? And so he goes through great lengths to do things to annoy the griffin to finally get him to go. Because after days of you know attempting to get him to go... And um, he brings in a bunch of cats to try and annoy him and, and brings in a bunch of animals and tries to make the place stink of onion. But it, <laughs> nothing seems to work. The griffin's totally fine with it. It's cool, dog. I live here now. So then uh, eventually he's like, yo, griffin, I need you to leave. I've been trying to get you to leave for days. And you've just been mm-hmm. taking advantage of me and my dad. And mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And he's like, oh. Well, why didn't you just say so? Yeah, little homie is cool. So, um, before leaving, uh, the griffin lets out a deep breath uh, of heat that uh, infuses the ground and makes flowers grow um, (laughs) around the garden just in time for Gregory's mother to show up, who sees the beautiful garden and admires the lifelike griffin statue in the garden. 
And, Check me uh, out, I'm just a statue. Yes. And meanwhile, some other griffins fly overhead, and the uh, griffin's like, there's my, my family. I have to go now. Kaka, peace out, little kid. And just takes off. Deuces. And that is, is griffin in the garden. <laughs> so the one thing about this this fiction, this the reality in which a griffin in the garden takes place... I wish I could make plant life happen with just my breath. Yeah, right? Yo! That's so cool! That's such a neat little thing. Yeah, for real. That griffin, though, he's a dick. Oh, no, he's a huge asshole. Because yeah. he just is given all this food, he has this unsatiable hunger, and is like a lazy piece of shit, too. Yeah, he's the worst. And then it's just like, oh, well, why didn't you tell me to go? I would have yeah. left if you said something. Yeah. So in, in that sense, uh, I can totally relate to this, Griffin. Because I have an insatiable hunger, am a lazy piece of shit, and do not pick up on social cues well. Yes, so. I like the, the, the cover drawing is this Griffin laying on a bed of dirt and cinder blocks, <laughs> looking just utterly disheveled with like a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth. You can't see my face, but imagine me rolling my eyes when I say when I make this sound and picture that face. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's that, the face that kind of does it. Yeah. Now that's the Griffin. Now, of course, <laughs> the difference is here is this Griffin can talk and yeah. is a lazy sack of shit. Yeah. The... But also would have eaten most of the cats and dogs that that at some point in the story come up and bug it. Yeah, the kid gives it like popsicles and pizza and like Rice Krispies. And, like, corn chips and a bunch of other stuff. Radios? Nope. That's just a picture of a kid carrying radios. Uh, <laughs> cupcakes and just a bunch of junk, really. And apparently he dug it. Whereas the other ones usually eat cattle. Um, yeah. There's, there's a big difference. When all the dogs are barking, it says, Then a dreadful noise uh, above the dog's racket. It was uh, the eagle screaming and a lion roaring at the same time. It was the griffin laughing. So their laughter is both animal sounds at once. <laughs> Which is a little... Okay, so, Zach, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, I would like you to... Do you want to take the eagle or the lion? No, you, you, you should take the eagle. Okay, I'll, I'll, do, the... I'll do an eagle laugh, and you do a lion laugh. And then we'll splice them together, and we'll see what audio hell we create. Well, I mean, we don't need to splice them if we just do them at the same time. That's fair. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah, Three, count it down. Two, one. <laughs> what? When? That was amazing. And also the worst thing I've ever heard, ever. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So, you should all buy a copy of A Griffin in the Garden so you can keep it by your D&D tables. Yes, most um, definitely. Um, and <laughs> the griffin in this book's a huge dick. Don't be like this one. Unless you're, you're cool with just having like like a, a freeloading bro of a griffin that just hangs out and eats all your food. Because like, we could try and get that, that sort of griffin for you if you really mm -hmm. want. I have definitely been that griffin as well. Um, now, to kind of go uh, transfer a little more here, Griff, uh, yeah, the, the, the idea of the talking griffin. Mm -hmm. There's this one that I always really admired, and it was in the, the movie of the Chronicles of Narnia. And there's this one griffin. He comes down. He's got a charming British accent. I'm trying to remember. And then he and his legion of griffins are just carrying big-ass boulders and drop them on top of, like, their enemies in oh, battle. Nice. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's savage. That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. No, I was hell like, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, griffins getting it done. Nice. So that that's, like, a, a cool, like pal griffin yeah so we've that. seen we've seen what is are largely like baseline griffins i feel like in the forgotten realms yeah we've seen so. we've seen the gritty reboot of griffins and then we've seen children's book griffins yeah um now here's a question actually something I, I, i've never been quite sure about we have there are hippogriffs yes that exist in the world and i've yeah. honestly not given a shit about hippogriffs because i'm not one of them I am a, I am a griffin trapped yes. in in meat flesh. I mean, but griffins would also have meat flesh, but you know, that's... man flesh. There we go. So, what is a hippogriff? And like, I want to look this up. Do you have this on hand? I have it. I have it open at the moment. 
Okay, so yeah. hit me hit me on hit, hit me on hippogriffs because like, are, am I related to hippogriffs or? So hippogriffs are very very similar to griffins. The main sort of difference is that instead of a lion, sort of in the back the backside, you instead have a horse's sort of the the back half of a, you know, huh. is, is a horse. Um, this uh, says, uh, the owner's manual says is a beast. Whose magical origins are lost to history. A hippogriff possesses the wings and four limbs of an eagle, which which is funny because again, just an eagles eagle. only have four four limbs. And actually, if you take that picture in the owner's manual and you just cover up the horse half, yeah, it's it just, just looks like a bird. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real though. Um, uh, and the hindquarters of a horse and a head of that uh, combines the features of both animals, which huh. I don't necessarily see. But um, at least not in the image that the owner's manual gives us. Yeah, it looks mostly just like a bird head. Now, it says reclusive and, reclusive and omnivorous. So that's a very diff- big difference between a griffin is that they are omnivorous, mm-hmm. which I feel like they probably get from the, the horse sort of probably, side of them. Probably, probably. Um, also mate for life and There's seldom venture more than a few miles from their nest. So they're, they're sort reclusive. of reclusive. Yes. Now, when defending its mate or its young, a hippogriff fights to the death. Okay. And oh, now here's a di- a big difference, which I find interesting, is that hippogriffs don't lay eggs but give birth to live young. Interesting. So whereas griffins lay eggs, hippogriffs do not. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Now dragons, griffins, and wyverns all have a taste for hippogriff meat, mm. so they are tend to be at odds with all three of those species. Yeah, that's weird because I would I would want to think that. Now, clearly, I am better than a hippogriff, but at the same time, they would... do seem the more uh, uh, civil. They do the seem two. a bit more chill. I'll yes. give them that. But I kind of, I'd want to. I think I'd want to be friends with my hippogriff neighbors and not eat them. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's been a while since I've had a taste for like my appetite has also changed to that yeah. of a man thing. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while since I've desired the taste of horse flesh. Or <laughs> sorry, Whoa. that was a really fun statement. Um, which I, actually, you know what? That makes sense because hippogriffs are half horse. Yes. So that's okay. that's why most have a taste uh, for them. Yeah, I'd probably eat a hippogriff. Now, hippogriffs can all that are raised in captivity also can be trained to be faithful companions and mounts. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's nice. Now they are um, described to be um, of the flying mounts. They are the easiest to train and some of the most loyal ones trained properly. Well, okay, but he, there yeah. are a few key dis- differences. Just um, that griffins do seem to be marginally faster than a hippogriff. Okay. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I turned their, away from that page. Their ground speed is only thirty feet, but fly speed is eighty. Whereas yeah. a hippogriff. Let's see. Um, their ground speed is 40, so a little faster on ground, but fly speed's only 60. Yeah, those horse hooves really help you out on the ground, but they weigh you down in the air. Yeah. So there's some differences. You know, in the air, a little little slower, a little more civil, a little more uh, agreeable and easier to train. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Perhaps I guess a good... Because I forgot for the first 40 minutes of this episode that we're actually running a business here. Yeah. Um, hippogriffs are probably the easier thing to have around the house. Yes, And to, to manage, uh, while griffins are a bit more rambunctious, mm-hmm. uh, require some more attention, some more trained hands. Yeah. Hippogriffs were, I, I feel like if you, were, you, know, you lived on a farm, you could, you could have a hippogriff, I feel like, no problem. Yeah. Whereas a griffin, you're probably going to want to live a little farther away from others Mm -hmm. just out of safety and and worrying about everyone else. Yeah. And in terms of, like, uh, build and stature and things like that, it looks like griffins eke out against hippogriffs just a little bit in terms of, like, strength and vitality. Mm -hmm. Griffins also have dark vision, where hippogriffs do not. That's fair. But they're both... They're both... They're they're similar. They are. They're very, very similar. Close to equal. Hippogriffs aren't that far below, I suppose. I guess they're yeah. okay. I guess they're okay. They yeah, seem now, chill. Yeah, most definitely. See, I, I think as much as I love you, Griffin. Yes. The uh, where I to give a, a choice between the two, I think I would I, I would choose the more mellow of the options. Well, that's because you already like you already like have. Me, I already have a Griffin. Yeah. So you don't really know what your life is like without one. That's fair. Because. 
Just remember, Zach, I'm all you have in this world. We are mated for life. So. <laughs> are you... <laughs> Are you the buddy that I've bonded with for life and I'm going to... Yeah, you totally are. Yeah. Got him. So now, my th- my first introduction to... Um, this is a fun little story. Um, when I was younger, um, I had a vague... Uh, you know, I had a vague idea of what a griffin was, what I was um, named for. Um you know, seeing as I was, I was trapped in this this vessel as a young one, yes. um, and my adopted my adoptive parents were very unoriginal in their naming schemes. Um, love you, mom and dad. But uh, it wasn't until I remember going to see my sister was a big Harry Potter fan. Uh, loved the books. It's kind of how I got started in reading, like a lot of kids, I think, my age. Um, and it wasn't until I saw, but like I didn't start reading them until I had gone to see the first movie. Yeah, with Sorcerer's Stone. And I really didn't know much about it either going into it. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh like the sorting hat saying like Gryffindor. And I was like, "What? That's my That's name." Me. Whoa. And then flash forward a couple movies to Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, yes, yes. And Buckbeak the Hippogriff shows up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's me. But it wasn't me. I didn't realize that really at the time. I was just like, I heard Griff and was, was sold. Uh, so are, are Hippogriffs in the HP verse... They're 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 like more akin to the hippogriffs we were just talking about, right? Yeah, no, I, I like n- just sort of off the top of my head, they seem very very similar. I mean, in in the the, the HP verse, you know, Mister Hagrid mm-hmm. uh, is feeding them like a bunch of weasels or something. Um, yeah, yeah. So but they've got that, like that the would, horse, the horseback, horseback, the eagle horse front. front. Yep. Um, now a, a sort of ritual that we see in sort of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, that I very much enjoy is that sort of bow, you know, that that sort of mutual respect yes. that you have to. Um, I I dig that they're yes. proud beasts. Yes, apparently there's a real world b- bird that's very similar. Um, that really? like yes, that you can bow to, and like if they bow back, you can sort of approach them. Uh, one second. Interesting. I did not know that. That's kind of cool. I think it's oh, it's like the like the 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 shoe build something. Oh, I moment. think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, shoebill like vulture or something. Uh, it is a shoebill stork. A stork. Yes, that if you bow to, will bow back. Interesting. Um, and, and you can like hang out with them and stuff. That's a super cool. Shoebilled stork. So that you know, a, a a good UTP example there yeah. for you. I'm reading about hippogriffs on the HP verse. And it seems like they are in this in this reality in this verse they are carnivorous. Oh, okay, there we go. So there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, diet consisting mainly of insects, birds, and small mammals. Uh, these also these hippogriffs also lay eggs. Oh, well, there uh, com- we go. Uh, in, that, that's instead a very, of very very live birth, yes, yeah. Um, and they says they lay only a single fragile egg on nests built on the ground, and the egg usually hatches within 24 hours. Oh, interesting. And infant hippogriffs are capable of flight within a week. Well, look at that. That's kind of cool. So very quick turnaround on that. Yeah. On, the, on them babs. They got those big wings and the thing like that. They've got the a, a proper etiquette must be maintained to avoid danger, as we were just discussing. Yeah. They yeah, are proud they, um, creatures. Something we may want to look into is um, yeah. from from HP Verso uh, grabbing ourselves one of those fantastic beasts and where to find them, um, copies of those because that yeah. could be a good thing to go over as well. Good thing to keep in the library. No staff, no staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, aside from that, are there any other big differences between Forgotten Realms and say the HP? That seems to be the big thing. The Wizarding they... World, if you yeah, will. the Wizarding World. I like yes. that. Their 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 um, temperament seems to be pretty similar. Yeah, they are. You know, they're proud and respectful creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, biologically, they seem to be very similar, and in a, a appearance and aesthetic, mm-hmm. very similar. But so I think it, the real big difference is just diet and uh, birth how they're born. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Amazing. cool. God, I love, I love all these creatures. I love There's... my my kin. Yeah, your kin, my kin. But yes, I would say definitely, uh, sort of, uh, sort of a, a cousin, at least a a sort yeah. of cousin in 
what's the word I'm looking for? A thematic cousin almost. Yeah. Both got the hybrid a mentality spiritual going on. Cousin. Yeah. There we are. Fantastic. So um So we've got about say maybe fifteen, twenty minutes left. Oh, and so this is the part that I've been really excited about. I'm sure yeah. you are as well. Uh last episode we asked you guys to send us your wildest griffin combinations. If you could take any bird and cat and smush them together to make a griffin, what would you make? And I have some great examples here. We got some that aren't necessarily cats, but are still fantastic. Yeah. And because, I mean, the, the visuals on some of these is just so good. Um, and then there's also a couple uh, things on the internet that we found that have some hybrids, some some different combinations that I want to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's take these uh, bit by bit. From uh, friend of the show Nathan, good old Batman is cool 100 on Twitter, uh, suggested Parrot Beach Cat. Now I'm not sure exactly what he meant by Beach Cat. Is that a specific kind of cat? A Beach Cat? I don't. I don't know. A small cat that lives on the beach. I don't know. But the parrot half of it is fun. Maybe it will. Maybe it can sing you beach. It, maybe it sings um, Beach Boys songs. Some Beach Boys or like Margaritaville. Yeah. That'd Some just good like one. good tropical themed stuff. Most definitely. You have a friend of the show Shogun on Twitter. Shogun one one seven on Twitter, who suggested Bat Panther. Ooh. Yeah. Again, not necessarily a bird, but I like the bat part of it. Still like a that winged could be creature. That very cool. Now, would you have the, the bat front, I'm assuming? I mean, that's if we're going under the, the guise of traditional griffins, it is of a the avian, birth. Yeah, the avian species is on the front. On the front. And the mammalian is on the back. Though a bat be mammalian. Yes. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah. In that case, they're... So the wing's on the front, though. Yes. The winged creature is the front. The mm-hmm. The... Yes. So you have like go. a you have like a night hunter sort of griffin in that yeah, sense. Yeah, that'd be very cool. And I'm wondering cuz you could scale it either way. Mm-hmm. So like you have what you would normally would expect a bat size to be with some little tiny kitty legs on the back. Mm-hmm. Or you have a panther sized back legs with a gigantic bat wing front. I think that would be the far more intimidating. <laughs> that'd be so cool. <laughs> but See, I find bats very adorable, which it, that's I, I fair. Like, yeah, which is uh, I don't know if that's an odd opinion. I don't think but, so. I'm of the mind that like, yeah, bats are cute to look at, but I don't want them on me. See, I would love to just hang out with a bat sometimes. That's fair. Um, but so like a little bat with like tiny panther legs would be very cute. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Kim at Mets Girl on Twitter. This one's Buck Wild, and I love it. Hummingbird. Hippo. Again, not a cat, but holy shit. See, that reminds me, Um, there's a board game called Munchkin yes. that I'm a big fan of. Love and Munchkin. one of the monsters you can fight is a hippogriff. Um, and yeah. it's just a hippo with little tiny wings on it. Yes. Which, that was all I'm envisioning, is tiny little hummingbird wings going bzzz. What I'm picturing is, like, the, you have that... You have the like kind of iridescent f- colored feathering, yeah, and you know the tiny flippy flappy wings and the long needle nose yeah. of the hummingbird, and then just like the round, the gigantic round badonkadonk of a hippo with the two little stubby hippo legs yeah. on the back, just kind of hanging there. <laughs> I'm imagining when it's flying that it's kind of like a uh, um you uh how to how to train your dragon fan. Uh, I've seen like the first one a couple times. You know the the big the big fat dragon with like the tiny wings. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Is what, just what I'm seeing is like the back half is like independent of the front half, and so while the front half is going, the back half is just kind of dangling there, it's like dead weight. Just like flopping it's around. just dead weight. Yeah, uh, it's like a bumblebee. How does it fly? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have friend of the show Ryan, uh, who we uh, play on another path with, who suggested the backwards griffin. Oh no! So you have the lion head and the front paws, and then the like back talons and tail feathers of an eagle. Now, you couldn't fly, probably, but unless the wings are just kind of like shooting off the butt. 
the <laughs> now the idea of like the butt being up while like the, <laughs> the front half's just like hanging while it's just roaring at you <laughs> while his ass is just flying in first into the air. Oh goodness! And this last suggestion was was didn't really get the the essence of the question, but I wanted to include it anyway. Our friend Jeremy uh, at Rivers of Crimson on Twitter. Griffin who lacks a tail and therefore has terrible balance. <laughs> Just flopping around. Which I, I also, let's kind of like the, the big bumbly dragon is just kind of like ah, 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 flying through the air trying to not, is unable to keep on a, a straight path. So yes. all of those are very good. I think Hummingbird Hippo is buck wild. Now we've Griffin here <laughs> found some also very fantastic web things um, over on uh, Im, Im, Imager? Im, Imager. Im, 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 Imager. Imager. Yes. Um, the first one is called or, or, titled Different Kinds of Griffins by yes. Mash Damn Potatoes. Well, I think that's just the, just the person who posted the, who it. Posted if you look it? on the individual pictures, I think I read the signature as Iguana Mouth. Iguana Mouth, yes. So that's what I'm... Thank you, Iguana Mouth, for these. Yes. And then I have another one uh, that is uh, simply entitled Trash Griffins, which I'm really excited to get into. And this is by Mel Tillery. Uh, You can find them at uh, cyanus.com. C-Y-A-N-E-U-S.com. Amazing. So, yeah, let's go to that first one. Yes, please. My favorite one, I think, uh, on here is the very top one, which is they the open peregrine, strong. which is a peregrine falcon mixed with a cheetah. Oh, and this thing is just a mean-looking yeah, motherfucker. It's, it's like. as fastest of all griffins. It uses its speed to catch prey unaware and carry them into the sky. It is just tough looking this is like kind of edging into continental griffin territory of just being a badass yeah this is like the fucking baller like receiver though just (laughs) fast as fuck but like still like ripped master of land and air for real though followed we have the speckled hummingbird and an ocelot uh so yeah kind of this oh this is actually what i was i think i was yeah. picturing with the hippo is because yeah. you, you have these little ocelot legs just kind of like kicking and dangling with the hummingbird front yeah and it's very cute it says despite their small size they are very aggressive and will fiercely defend their territory from much larger creatures this one's now, super cute next is the cockatiel tabby <laughs> i forgot I... about this one the smaller size and uh, disposition of this domesticated griffin makes them very popular as pets. So yeah. there you go. It's it's back half just looks like your common like kind of house cat. Yeah, tabby cat, yeah. But then you've got the crazy colorful cockatiel head with the, with the big swoop. And... Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, this one is very, very scary. The Ruppel's Vulture and the Sphinx. It's got the, like, crazy, like, long vulture Vulture head. Yeah. And, like, a hairless cat back half. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the crazy, like, vulture talons, too. Like, that thing's gnarly. Yeah. A favorite Uh, of witches, this scavenger's nearly bald body allows it to tear into uh, corpses while staying relatively clean. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, now, hey, the shoe bill plus a serval. A poor flyer. <laughs> this griffin uses its long legs and large beak to ambush prey in tall grasses. I like the idea of, like, a a land-based griffin. Yeah. Because you've got birds that don't fly, like turkeys and ostriches and shit. Yeah. Um, so that's that's interesting. I like the, the idea of, like, a terrestrial griffin. Yeah. Now, this one is kind of, like, kind of freaks me out a bit. Oh, see, I like this one. The Scarlet Macaw and the Persian. Now, I think is what it is, is that they, they you know, it, it looks like you'd think it was. So a big sort of long hair backside of a cat and a very uh, colorful macaw. Mm-hmm. But the cat ears are on the macaw's head, <laughs> which I, I think is what freaks me out. Often purchased as pets by people who become dismayed with how much maintenance these griffins need to stay healthy and content. It's fair. <laughs> We're a needy lot. Ah... Uh... The next one. I know <laughs> we talked about earlier that you know, a lot of griffins, it's just like a bird with the lion. Like, <laughs> but the, the ostrich, it's just an ostrich with it's, a tiger backside attached to it. It's just an ostrich that grew the back half of a tiger out of his butt. Like, 
Even this describes, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire uh, life. Imagine getting groceries at night and then getting into your car, and this is in the back seat. I just imagine one of those things, like, try... I, I like to think that with this one, like, the front half or the back half don't really cooperate too much, so it really, it tries to run really fast, but it really can't. Oh, God, that poor animal. This, now, this next, next one, one's a, a particular favorite. so adorable. It's a kiwi plus a chipmunk. It says, listen, I know that a chipmunk isn't a kind of a cat, but a kiwi is barely a bird anyway. Yeah, so you, you got that, that kiwi front half. Uh, with the, just the tiny little, like, flightless wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of, you know, more, like, instead of feathers, more furs, you know, like a kiwi would be. But it just yeah. continues the whole way. It looks almost like a, I don't know, like a, like a, it's more akin to like a rabbit almost. In the sense kind of, of like, it's its body shape and the, all, the, the kind of fuzziness throughout. Um, but it has, like, bird feet. Yeah. And then this last one <laughs> is a potu, which is one of those birds that like a tiny but scream really loud. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, if not um, looking up a potu. And then a palace cat, which are these tiny little like super aggressive uh, like desert cats. Yeah. That like have like one of the highest like kill rates of yeah. cats like that exist. Um, and it is all, and it just says no. no. Um, so that is that one, which is very good. Thank you, Iguana Mouth, for all of those. Thank you. And then I'm only going to highlight some of the Trash Griffins, because there's a handful of them. Yes. But if you'll, Zach, flip over to your, your Trash yes. Griffins page. I am at Trash Griffins. This is this also plays with the back half a bit, because some of these are just, like, mammals, not necessarily cats. Yeah, cats. But I'm okay with that. Um, I'm going to save my favorite for last. But um, you have, like, the Blue Jay Squirrel, which, like, that one's kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of oh, to, to laugh at Mordecai from a, a regular show because mm-hmm. he's just kind of a charming blue jay head. Like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> it's got this kind of funny smile on it. It's got the fuzzy back tail of the squirrel. Yeah, you have the crow raccoon, which is one uh, of just the gnarliest uh, it's, it's of the horrifying. trash griffins. It's even uh, got a soda can in its hands. There's the ibis possum, which I uh. find horrifying. Sparrow um, mouse is very cute, though. Sparrow mouse is very cute. Vulture possum is also horrifying. <laughs> the, the face is very much like the, um, uh, what is it? The uh, the Rubble's vulture and the Sphinx. Yeah, just like that weird long head and that sort of face. Yeah, the starling cat is kind of cute. Oh, it's cute. My favorite is the magpie skunk. Yes. <laughs> So he he's very regal. He's got the very long sort of poofy uh, tail that sort of sticks up. Uh-huh. Wings kind of folded up, and it's just kind of looking at you, judging you. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, it has no reason to judge you. It's a magpie skunk. It's like, it's got like two parts regal, one part judgment. Yeah. So y'all should definitely go check these out. Thank you, Mel Tillery, for the trash griffins. Um and I wanted to I wanted to do a thing with you, Zach Rob. I know we're getting we've been recording for a while, um, but that's okay. I'm okay with this being a longer one because it's um, a special day. Yes, I wanted to have a Griffin off with you. So, t- tell me more about that from from one of these two uh, sets of Griffins that we talked about, or one of the ones that one of our listeners sent in. I want you to choose one to champion. Or your own creation to champion, and then I will choose one to champion, and we have a Clash of the Creatures. Ooh. A Clash of the Creatures. Ooh. Creatures. Creatures. Because <laughs> we haven't done a Clash in a while, and I think this would be super fun to do. I did have an idea... And maybe this can be bonus content down the line because you used the linebacker once and wide receiver and uh, uh, simile once. I did want to make an entire football team with different types of griffins, but maybe we can do that on a later episode. Maybe that oh, can be ba- maybe that can be uh, Patreon exclusive content for those of us who are our patrons over at Another Path Productions. Well, all right, oh, that sounds fantastic. All right, um, so I've got my, my bird already. I've, I I knew exactly which one I wanted. I just okay. got to pick my back half. Okay. Hmm. Does it have to be a cat? Um, We've had enough examples that uh, of just, like, mammals, like small mammals. Oh, I've got it I think we can then. go into that. You got it? I've got mine. Do you have yours? Mm. I don't know what, like... 
it feels wrong of me to deviate from who I am. So I think I'm just going to champion my favorite trash griffin, Magpie Skunk. All right. Or, or, maybe, or maybe I'll switch gears and defend my own honor. But I think, you know, for the sake of this, I'll do Magpie Skunk. Fantastic. So what do you got? Mine um, is the, the, the head and wings of the white-faced Scops Owl, or commonly oh. referred to as the Transformer Owl. Oh, I didn't even is think it, about owls. Which is that, that big, wide one that can, like, shrivel its face up into, yeah. like, this weird vampiric devil face. I um, didn't even think about owls. Yes, but then the backside of a badger. Ooh, that's really good, my dude. It's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, no, the, I, I knew like, the moment you brought it up, I was like, it's got to be a fucking owl of some sort. Oh shoot! And I gotta, man, I gotta actually find a thing of step two now, because that's really good. I'm now jealous. Okay, hang on, give me two seconds. Okay. White-faced scops owl. Yeah, check it out. There's this fantastic video of these things that are absolutely horrifying because they'll, uh, you know, they'll, as owls do, they tend to poof up and flare their wings and sort of hunch over to make themselves look real big. But then, like, faced with something too big, its face goes into this weird, evil, like, shriveled up, like, vampire with a cloak over it, most of its face thing it's fantastic all right i've got mine all right okay so the bird is the uh <laughs> this is a horrible mass monster uh the andean condor andean condor which i will i will drop a link to this pic- this particular I, picture i have already found it okay oh man the Andean condor. Yeah, condors are huge. With the back half of a puma. Ooh, it's like a mountain lion. Yeah. Ooh, that would be a good mix. So we've oh, got shit. we've got uh, the remind me of the full name of your bird. A the white white faced scops owl. The white faced scops owl with the back half of a I already forgot badger. Of a badger, yes. Versus the Condor Puma. The Condor Puma. That's nice. Yeah. Actually, since we are getting a little uh, long to this episode, do you want to make that our Wacky Weekly Would You Rather? I'm totally in. Let's do that. That okay. That's a good idea. So give me give me the 60-second pitch on yours. All right. So white-faced Scops Owl slash Badger Mix. It has that ability that its front half, it can it poofs, it can make itself <laughs> look big to be intimidating and need be, can do that fucking weird shrivel thing they do. But they also have that back end. Badgers are known as very powerful diggers. Mm. So they have that back end. They can make themselves an underground nest they need be, but they have the powerful owl wings if they need to take to the air. Nice. Now they can go on, the, on ground, subterranean, and in the air, but they're also fucking scary and intimidating as hell. Nice. Honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> so now I've got the Indian condor and the mountain lion. Uh, condors are just giant birds of they're prey. They're so big. They're massive. Their wingspan is huge and intimidating. They've got this kind of, like, ruffle of feathers around their otherwise kind of, like, bald head. They just look badass. They're a bigger badger vulture, pretty much. They're a bigger badger vulture. And then pumas are among, and mountain lions, cougars, whatever you want to call them, are a personal favorite uh, uh, feline of mine. They're just sleek and and hunters and just climbing the mountains and cruising around, taking to the skies, taking to the cliffs. Like, you've got this just massive winged, sleek, hunting creature. That's a a good combo. So, yeah, thank you all for joining us on this uh, bit longer episode, but I think that's okay. Yeah, well, we'll Um, see when we cut it down, because we had some pause spaces in there, so we'll see where it ends up. Thank you all for going on this wild Griffins ride with us. Uh, You can find all of the art we talked about, again, from Iguana Cat and from Mel Tillery for their awesome art and inspiration for this episode. Thank you to all the people who uh, uh, reached out to us on Twitter, at Pet Shop Cast. Um, We also sometimes talk about these things and ask for ideas in our Discord which mm-hmm. you can uh, join by becoming a patron 
over at uh, patreon.com slash path at any level. Yes, you have uh, patreon.com slash another path. Uh, that is, we'll go to support both shows on the Another Path Network. You have the titular Another Path, our tabletop podcast that we do, and then the show, of course. Most definitely. Another fantastic thank you to at NanoCatSammy for the thank amazing you. art. If anyone else uh, out there listening um, wants to try their hand at making some weird art of, of us doing something. Or the Critters. Or the Critters. We would love to see it. I mean, I would love to see my uh, white face Scops Owl slash Badger Mix. Oh, yeah. These Griffins would be ridiculous to see. Amazing. Um, awesome. So, again, thank you so much for checking into the episode, I think, maybe 14. I think 14. I, I think we're at 14, 14 my boy. 14. That's seven months worth of podcasting. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Thank you amazing. all again. Thanks for coming along. So, uh, uh, I've been. We forgot how to do our outro. Uh, uh, I've been Griffin. I've been Zach. And just remember, for all of your Griffins out there, at the end of the day, it's all about love, baby. Go love a Griffin. Go love that Griffin. Go love a Griffin. Oh my goodness. We're worth it, mostly. Even the trash Griffins. I love you. Especially the trash Griffins. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to episode 14 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, The Griffin Episode. We love our boy, and so we're very glad to uh, celebrate his birthday with a fantastic episode all about him. If you like the show, please check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you find your podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe, please, and thank you. That does so much for helping our podcast out. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at PetShopCast or check out our website at PetShopCast.com. You can also check out our other show, Another Path, on Twitter at AnotherPathPod or at AnotherPathPodcast.com. On that website, you're going to find links to both our merch store where you can get fantastic Another Path and Pet Shop merch, but you can also find the link to our Patreon if you feel like financially supporting our show. This does so much for helping us grow and create more content for you guys, and so every dollar helps does fantastic stuff for us and gives you some great rewards as well lastly if you want to check me out on twitter you can do that at that guy zach rob or griffin at griff cold again thank you so much for stopping in and we hope to see you again soon